The episode today is brought to you by New Choice Designs and Remodels. They specialize in making the changes to help people turn their house into their home. Call them today at 816-341-8634 or contact them by email at newchoicedr at yahoo.com. That's New Choice Designs and Remodels. Contact them for your new choice designs or remodels today. Welcome back to the War Chant Kingdom. Today we're discussing the Chiefs and what their later direction is after the trade of Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. Obviously the Chiefs have signed uh, MVS from the Packers. So they've kind of started to address the situation at wide receiver. Um, they've got a pretty good haul of wide receivers right now. None of them great big names other than maybe Juju and obviously who we've already had left in, in Kelsey. Uh, so will that be it for the Chiefs? Who knows? But I will tell you that right now a lot of the fans are pretty concerned and upset that the Chiefs hasn't addressed the defensive side of the ball. And just going over some of the rumors that have been swirling out there, Bleacher Report is reporting that uh, both Stephen Gilmore and James Bradbury uh, are people that the Chiefs may be interested. You know, they may be looking for that veteran cornerback, and Gilmore and Bradbury are possibilities for that. Gilmore is a free agent. Last year he was with the Panthers. He's been to the Pro Bowl five times. Uh, Bradbury, though, is a current New York Giant. He's under contract. Um, he could be released. The Chiefs really need more experience there. Uh, Charverius Ward takes big money, runs off to San Francisco 49ers, which pushes Legarius Sneed into that starting role or to Rashad Fenton or both. Um, the, the sweet thing about it is, is the chiefs are staying young and just, you know, both Snead and Fenton are only like 25 years old. They need somebody who kind of knows what's going on. They had that kind of in Tyron Matthew, that doesn't appear to be, uh, something that the chiefs are going back to. Don't know why that's the case. Um, other than I personally felt like he lost a step last year. I felt like he got overly frustrated easy. Um, I thought that there was an awful lot of money sitting out there that you would have to give him to come back. And I really liked the signing of Reed. Justin Reed signing was a, a great signing. Yes, he's going to make some mistakes, but a younger guy likes to hit, does a great job back there. Um, you know, as far as I know, Tyrone Matthew is still a free agent. So he, if he was sought after for that many teams for what he's wanting, he would have already been signed. So I think the Chiefs made the right move. Um, sometimes you'll get teams that'll overpay for a guy, bring him in, try to make a difference in their system, just like the Chiefs did. I think that's his role now. And I don't know that. Matthew wants to admit that, but I think his role now is when a team needs a void, they need some changes made so that they can become a better defense in the secondary. 
a teacher, a mentor type player. I think that's the player that he currently is. Fortunately for the Chiefs, Daniel Sorensen is also unsigned. Um, really don't want to see him back unless it's particularly and strictly for special teams. But when he comes back for some reason, Spags just wants to keep jamming him out there. And he was burnt bad last year in a couple different games that he played because of injury. So I would prefer to have a younger guy who maybe has the tools, but you know, needs the experience that if we have to, we can put him out there than to bring Sorensen back. And I understand it might be more cap friendly to do that, but there's an awful lot of guys who go undrafted that could be free agents to come in and make a difference too. And that would be something great for the Chiefs if they were able to. In Gilmore, um, he could be a phenomenal addition, you know, being a continued Pro Bowl selection. Um, two years ago, he was Defensive Player of the Year. He's been one of the best cover corners in the NFL for several years. Here's the problem, though. He's 31. He's probably wanting to push for a long-term deal. The Chiefs don't need a long-term deal right now. Right now, they're probably also taking a look at guys like Melvin Ingram, uh, you know, and, and you know, bringing him back. So you're looking at some expense there. You're looking at a little bit of age there. Um, so I don't know that I want to necessarily see that back. Um, the problem with Melvin Ingram is, is it's being reported that both the Colts and the Dolphins have interest in bringing in Melvin Ingram. So I don't know if his price tag is, is high and maybe some teams haven't jumped because of that, but I thought Melvin Ingram proved that he could help still help teams and he could really help Kansas City. I'd love to see him come back. Um, I am trusting what what Beach does because I just think that he always finds a way to bring players in who fit the system and don't break the bank. And I want to see us remain pat with the salary cap, stay lower than the other teams where we can make moves in the next several years. And a lot of teams are going to be hampered by what they've done. You've got the Chargers who just shelled out major money for Khalil Mack. You've got the Raiders who just shelled out a bunch of money for Devontae Adams. You've got the Broncos who shelled out a bunch of money for uh, Wilson. And so these teams who looked like they had a bunch of money sitting out there all of a sudden don't. Now, I'll be the first to admit I did not see the Tyree Kill trade coming. And he alluded, alluded to in his press conference that there was some things going on personally in Kansas City. I don't know if that has something to do with his kids, his wife, ex-wife, girlfriend, whatever is going on. But something pushed him out, and obviously the money didn't make a big difference either. I mean, when you get thrown that kind of money at you, to get away from whatever situation he's trying to get away from and get closer to home, you're going to take that. And I think the Chiefs didn't want to be in a situation where you had an unhappy individual with personal issues going on. It's highly possible the Chiefs may know of something that could be coming on Tyreek Hill. And maybe that's why they made the trade also, because I don't know if a lot of people knew this, but 
the rumor last offseason was is that the, he was on the trading blocks. So something went down where the Chiefs knew they needed to make us move. And they finally got a move where compensation-wise, they got one of the best hauls back in for a non-quarterback that there is. I mean, to get five draft picks back out of Tyreek Hill is a great deal, especially in this year where there is all these uh, players who, you know, with the COVID year and with that kind of stuff, they've, they've gotten to, to kind of hang around. And so I think there's a lot more talent coming out of this draft. And, uh, you know, so we'll just see what happens. But, you know, there's other people that the Chiefs could go after. Uh, it was reported, and I know people have tried to debunk this and say it's not right and blah, blah, blah. There was a report out there that the Chiefs, called to inquire about both Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Whether people like it or not, I have received information that that happened. Now, I'm not saying that they're signing either one of those guys. I'm not saying Seattle is even interested in dealing those guys. I am telling you that I received information that they made the call. I also received information that the Packers made the same call. This was prior to the MVS signing. So is it possible that the Chiefs now are saying, you know what, this is what we've got to do because Seattle's not willing to part with those guys? Or is it something that they're trying to do to maybe tell Seattle we're still interested? But if we're interested, we're interested at a lot less rate. And we're willing to go with what we have. Um, the Chiefs have lost a little bit in that flashness by Tyreek Hill leaving but I think we're going to have some differences in the way that Andy Reid develops his game plan with the guys he has. He has a very, very good way of figuring out what their strong suit is and moving to that strong suit so those guys can be successful. So Chiefs fans, don't get too upset. Don't get too excited about what we haven't done or the things that we have done, like the trade of Tyreek Hill. Andy Reid is the coach he is for a reason. He's lost players before, and when everybody thought that they, they were in some serious trouble, here comes another player that steps in, and you're, you forgot about the guy that left. And I think that year one, we're probably not going to forget Tyreek Hill necessarily. But if Juju comes out and has a great season, or MVS has a great season, or Fortson, or somebody steps up and all of a sudden becomes out, I mean, next year we're not even going to be talking about Tyreek Hill anymore. I know to some people who, you know, Tyreek was their favorite player, it's going to be upset. But just understand that sometimes you have to make decisions, especially when you're a successful team, that as a fan you don't want the team to make. But if you really step back, you understand why the move was made. I understand the Chiefs needed to do some things, and I figure that at some point he wasn't going to be here anymore. He's probably at right at his prime or, you know, at the top side of his prime because the one thing you lose as you age is speed. Tyreek's speed makes him a difference maker. Now he's also quick. He makes some quick moves. He turns quick, that type of stuff. He's got a skill set that not everybody has. But we had a Dante Hall who was quick. He wasn't real fast, but he was quick. He made some moves just like Tyreek Hill did. So. 
those players have come around, and Andy Reid will find that next guy who will fit in the system. So trust the system. Defensively, I don't know if we're waiting for the draft. I don't know if maybe we are going to make a move on Gilmore or Bradbury or Melvin Ingram or somebody. They might be waiting this out because Veach does this several years where he'll wait it out and a guy sits on the market, sits on the market, sits on the market. He finally comes to an agreement with that guy, brings him in on a very team-friendly deal. And it might be just, again, Melvin Ingram might be a one-year deal. Maybe he comes in on a one-year deal. Maybe they bring in Gilmore, who's still sitting out there on a one-year deal. Or maybe they make a trade for Bradbury during the you know, the whole season where, or the uh, draft where everybody's making decisions on what they want to do with their future. So who knows, maybe they just go young and just say, you know what, let's go young this year. So just be excited to be a Chiefs fan. Um, I've been a Chiefs fan forever. And I'm telling you, I've been through some really rough times. I've been through some times where you just wondered if the Chiefs were ever going to get it together, where we were strictly defense and no offense, and then, then where we were all offense and no defense. And I'm thinking that we're kind of becoming that team that's middle grade, where we're not a great defense, but we might be a good defense, where we're maybe not the best offensive team that we could be with some of the guys we could have kept, but maybe we're good enough. It's about finding that median to help win you another Super Bowl. And I think Beach and Andy Reid are headed in that proper direction. As long as we have Pat Mahomes here, we have a quarterback that is one of the most elite quarterbacks in the league. There's other quarterbacks that are good, but I think just like Tyreek Hill was a game changer, I think Patrick Mahomes is also a, a game changer. And you know, last year, he, he kind of had a step back. In the end, we were a half away from going to the Super Bowl for the third year in a row. If we make some different plays in that last half and we score one more time, we would have went to the Super Bowl. But we didn't. And I think we learned from that. And I think they're trying to make changes to address and make sure that we don't put ourselves in that situation. Just like when D Ford lined up offsides, we knew that had to be changed. Brett Veach made the change. Stay strong, Chiefs Kingdom. Thank you for supporting the War Chant Kingdom. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying what I'm putting out there. If you have anything you want me to go over, drop me a line. WarChantKingdom at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at WarChantKingdom. You can send me a private message there. I love to hear your feedback. Would like to talk about things you want to listen to. Uh, again, most of mine is either opinion or something that I know is fact. I don't usually try to speculate something that something's going on or post Twitter feeds. Follow me on Twitter if you want. Uh, I follow a lot of people. I retweet a lot of stuff that pops up. I do that for you to have the ability to read it. I'm not saying that I agree with it. I think it's true, blah, blah, blah. A lot of times I'll retweet it just so you can see what people are posting out there. If I know something's coming, I will post, the Chiefs did this. And I only do that if I receive information from somebody that they're actually doing something, just like the situation with Seattle. I have a friend who I went to school with, and I know that he had some information that he gave me stating that they had made the call. 
again, doesn't mean that, you know, that they were going to sign anybody or anything else. I just know that the call was made. That's the type of stuff that I report is what I know happened because those type of people, when they come and tell me, I know them personally. Anyways, thanks again for listening to the War Chant Kingdom. Go Chiefs.